This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com or on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Walkout Boys is brought to you by flicks.co.nz. The following podcast contains spoilers about the first half of War Dogs, but no spoilers about the second half. We haven't seen it. We walked out after 57 minutes. Why? Because we are... with the walkout dogs this week uh where we went to see the war dogs war dogs Uh. war dogs uh, is a new film from todd phillips it is not as you might have thought a kind of dark spin-off of airbud uh what a dog can't serve in the military well there's nothing in the rule book that says it can sign me up (laughs) he's an old he's an old dog by now (laughs) yeah well many many dog years have passed since airbud well, because the boy from Airbud is now, he's a teenager. Yeah, and he's kind of disenfranchised and joining and he, the military. Yeah, it's... And he's like, <laughs> you want to come with me, buddy? <laughs> wow, he shoots a gun better than anybody <laughs> i ever seen. We're dropping you to Iraq, boy. <laughs> Parapooches is a spinoff. And it's the, not that. What? Oh, God, I wish it was, though. <laughs> I know, because we just watched a different film. We watched... War Dogs, directed by Todd Phillip from the Hangover franchise, who has essentially made a gritty modern war drama very much in the style of uh, the Hangover movie. He's forgotten to change all the um, Hangover filters that he had on all the cameras, um, and and forgotten to like get a different editor or anything. He's just he's gone full Hangover, just a different poster designer or <laughs> kind of music chooser or joke taker outerer. That's her job, right? On a film? What, someone comes in and takes out the jokes. Yeah, every film is originally a comedy, and then depending on the Oh, level, yeah. Schindler's List. Yeah. A lot of jokes. But they had one of the best joke taker outers in the game yeah, on that film. Yeah, you'll find very few jokes in there. So this film is, uh, it stars Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're war duggies. We meet them when they're war puppies. <laughs> Not yet fully uh, grown into their war dog ways. No, they're kind of, they're cute. Little puppies. Yeah. And uh, they are. Do you know what's funny about this movie? Is that they um, they keep. Everything is a fucking narration, and there's no actual film. I'm sorry if you. For spoiling this film, if you want to go see it, there's no. People don't talk in it. It's just Miles Teller's voiceover going, and then we decided to become war dogs. But my girlfriend wasn't happy about us becoming war dogs. And this is all done over still. Footage whenever yeah. whenever there's narration, it's they'll start which a is scene. often yeah it's every scene they'll never get to the end of a scene the scene will just kind of fade either either the the audio will fade into the background or it will just freeze and then Miles Teller will explain the plot to you again as if you haven't been watching at one point he's like we we're running the guns into into Iraq but my girlfriend wasn't happy. It's been a long time since I was being a masseuse. Like, yes, those are the three things that have happened in the movie. We remember. Yeah, we you're a masseuse that. who had a girlfriend who didn't like uh, war, and then you entered the war industry. That's all that's happened. <laughs> you need to catch us up. Yeah, and then it'll freeze forever again. Could you believe it's only been eight months since I was a masseuse? Yes. It's, yes, I could believe that. It's like they made this movie for people who were not watching the whole film, which is us, but we watched the first... It's like they made this movie for the walk-in boys. Yeah. And the walk-in boys don't even exist no. yet. 
yet. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. I said yet. Spin-off. I shouldn't have dropped that. Yeah, it's like when Marvel's like, someone from Marvel's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an Ant-Man too. And you're like, oh, did he mean to say that? No, the studios wanted them to drop that hint. That's what the studios yeah, want us to drop. Hint. Occasionally, we're going to rock into a movie. We're going to walk in. It's a walk-in, boys. Oh, they walk into a movie without seeing the first half of the movie. It sounds like a great podcast, Nick. I can't wait to hear it. But, Joseph, we're already doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to, but let's do it anyway. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, for this, we saw this movie up to a point. This movie is it's, a it's war based- dog. Raw dog. It's a war dog. The film begins with Miles Teller as a masseuse, as he reminds us many times. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. It's it's presented as the worst job you could have. Because, get this, you have to touch another dude. Which is super gay. And then he's like, but luckily, my luck was about to change. Like, this is... I'm not even paraphrasing. This is <laughs> what he says. And with, without uh, much time passing, he meets Jonah Hill, his old high school friend, who is a real um, kind of baby in a man's body. A... Another thing he took from the Hangover films, Jonah Hill, uh, like swearing, doing drugs, and being cocky. Yeah, and the main choice, acting choice, as you pointed out, that Jonah Hill has made in this movie is that he's just put on a laugh. So he goes, I'm Jonah Hill, and I'm just doing my normal thing. <laughs> yeah, so his he plays his normal Jonah Hill character from every other you know, Judd Apatow film, and then adds in a Joker laugh. It sounded like Jared Leto's The Joker, yeah. in a way. <laughs> or like, it's almost like a quagmire. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto's Joker meets Family Guy's quagmire. Which, uh, Jared Leto's Joker was already Jared Leto's Joker meets quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if quagmire was a big inspiration for Jared oh, absolutely. Leto's Joker. <laughs> Jared Leto watched hours of Family Guy DVDs before... <laughs> Heading to the set of Suicide Squad. But we are talking about Suicide Squad, though we may as oh, well oh. be. We're, t- we're war doggies. We're on the trail of these war of the war cats. <laughs> so this film, I, I believe it follows a true story about these two kind of uh, douchebags from Miami who exploit a loophole in something in the internet. They go on the internet. <laughs> This is something Miles Teller could have spent more time explaining in this duration. But no, he had to remind us that his girlfriend is not happy about the guns. Yeah, which she also reminds us in her only dialogue, the only character <laughs> development she gets, which is, Miles Teller, I'm not happy about the guns. I don't like it when you lie to me. And then what does he do? He goes and lies. Can you believe it? I lied to my girlfriend. Yeah, we saw <laughs> you do it. Anyway, uh, so they, um, over the course of maybe the first half hour, uh, just sell some guns to the US military uh, it's set in 2005. Bush's war is raging uh, in Iraq. W. Bush. And uh, pre-Obamacare. Obama hadn't got his dirty mitts. On well, our guns! The- <laughs> this, is, this film is, of if course... If Obama had his way, there'd be no war dogs. Just saying. That's, that's no Obama's- one else is going to say this. And that's uh, what Crooked Hillary wants to do. Oh, Crooked Hillary. What's to take our war dogs? She wants to shoot them in their little puppy faces. She wants to put them in the war pound. Uh-oh. <laughs> a, a war dog. Guantanamo dogs Bay. For <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> you trying to think of a dog pun? A dog pun on Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> you can't think of one. I can think of one if it was a lizard themed. It'd be Guan- Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Guan. Iguana Tanama Bay. I'm saying, no, you lizards. 
Taking all you lizards down to Guantanamo Bay. Because we were war lizards. <laughs> all right. War dogs is a slang term they use in this film to mean uh, they they kind yeah. of and it's the bad it, guys who take advantage they, of war. They, they they it's a slang term, but they uh, appropriate it and it becomes their word. Yeah, and it's said a few times. Yeah, they're like, "What are you war dogs doing here? You war doggies? <laughs> we need your war dogs in Iraq." And uh, and sure, uh, the war dogs come running. Yeah, so they go to Iraq. They go to Jordan first, so a shipment of guns gets misplaced or something. Mm. It doesn't really matter. They they end up. Uh, Going around being racist in Jordan, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of a lot of things that are said like jokes in this movie, but I wasn't, I didn't, they didn't make me laugh. It was a, it was weird in that they were going around talking awfully to these um, local people in Jordan, referring to the um, the Arabic language as gibberish often, mm-hmm. and I kind of just generally being insensitive, and but this was definitely played as a, a reason for us to like them more. <laughs> Because like they were doing it so aloof and in such an aloof and cool manner, we're supposed yeah. to be like, yeah, these guys don't care. It's like <laughs> these guys need to be more nice to the the good people of of Jordan who are being yeah. very hosp- hospitable. They would say something awful, and then some Dean Martin would play, and you'd be like, ooh, yeah, this this has cool guys. Suicide Squad esque music choices throughout. It's a lot of the same songs, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they run these guns into Iraq, into Baghdad. They uh, they drive through a place called the Triangle of Death. Um, which Jonah Hill is prompt to make a joke about your mum's triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, what was quite weird about this movie is that it didn't seem like anyone else was in it. <laughs> like there aren't any characters other than the two guys who are the same character. Who are yeah, they, they just sort of agree with each other. <laughs> they don't even have any. Agree, I'm sure in the second half there's lots of conflict oh, and absolutely. maybe a million more characters. But certainly in the first half, there's nobody else. It's just them in a in various small rooms talking to each other. And then talking to no one when they do narration <laughs> inside. Now, then the narration will interrupt to remind the third character. Is, is, so is there we like, were, the two of us in a room. <laughs> there was it's hard comp- to believe we'd been in here for a whole day. Could you believe we were in a room with one chair, one computer, <laughs> three tables, two windows, and a carpet? But we were making money. And to show that, here's us ripping a bong. <laughs> They make a lot of money. They make millions of dollars, right? And they buy nice apartments. Mm-hmm. And they turn their business into a big business? A big gun business. They hire some other people to buy guns. It's very much them. Gun Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that it has Jonah Hill the in it. Gun Wolf Dog? Lots of... Uh-oh. Wait. What? <laughs> wolf, wolf Dogs? Do- wolf Dogs? Wo- dogs? War Wolves. Of Wall Wolf Street. <laughs> what are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, wolf. Did you just say? Did you just say War Wolves of Wolf Street? <laughs> it should be War Dogs of Wolf Street. I, I don't know what this is that I'm pitching here. Um, that may as, that may as well be a line of dialogue in the film. <laughs> it's all just nonsensical, cool catchphrases. So, like, I I wouldn't be surprised in the second half if there's a scene where. Jonah Hill lowers his sunglasses, looks at the camera, and goes, War Dogs of Wolf Street. <laughs> well, Joseph, we will never know if that is in the, in the second half. Before we get to what happens in the second half, we need to quickly talk about where we were when we left them. And I found this quite interesting because they left this film in a very similar place. I don't know if you've been listening to all these podcasts uh, 
as where we left our dear friends in the movie Jason Bourne. And also, it, before a movie directed by the guy who wrote The Hangover, who directed The Hangover, the, and 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 has it, the whole movie has all these Hangover vibes. Um, it kind of yeah, it, it leaves us in a place where you're like, oh, like we're there again. Yeah. So at the, about the fifty-five minute mark, two minutes before we leave, they go to Las Vegas. Uh oh, what? And city there's of like guns, city of guns. City of Sons. <laughs> and uh, it's the, what's their song playing as they're driving? Uh, how lucky can one guy be? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, then yeah. Uh, so they're going there for a big gun expo, uh, which Jonah Hill describes as the Comic-Con of guns, uh, which I imagine everyone dresses up as a gun. <laughs> you dress up as your favorite gun, and you sit there, and they show, like, 10-second previews of a new gun. Like, they show just just the trigger of a gun on a big video screen. Everyone goes, whoa! <laughs> They're like, coming next year. New gun. I imagine that's what it is. They don't show the convention so much in the film. But they're going there for that. And then we see Miles Teller sitting down. Newly rich Miles Teller. He sits down at a uh, at a poker table. And who should be playing poker next to him? It's but Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. And then we left. Yeah. It was... Was this movie about to enter the Hangover universe? Well, that's what we're about to find out, Joseph. We're going to find that out in the second half. We're going to have a little message from our sponsor, uh, but please stick around. We are going to be discussing what happens in the second half of War Dogs. Hey, hey, this is uh, Miles Teller. And, uh, this is my hey, friend. this is fucking Jonah Hill. Yeah, um, we're... Uh, we just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, flicks.co.nz. Flicks.co.nz? Uh, what the fuck does that mean? I swear so much, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, listen, uh, forgive my uh, esteemed colleague over here, but uh, as international drug runners, uh, we uh, fully support uh, flicks.co.nz. Yeah, you know why I like going to that website? It tells you what movies are on, when and where, and I can go to it on my phone while I'm eating out your mom. Flicks.co.nz. I don't know if we should have mentioned eating out your mum in the promo, <laughs> the, the ad for our sponsor, but we did, yeah, because we are pod dogs. Has this has this uh, movie just put you in a kind of mood to be vaguely awful? Because <laughs> it sure has for me. It's put me in the mood to be a dog, <laughs> like a dog in the way the movie mentions it, or an actual dog. I think actual dog. I, don't think, I think what I really wanted this to be was. A movie about dogs. I don't think we've even mentioned once in this podcast that they're not actual dogs. And if someone who hadn't seen the trailer or the poster for this film might have just thought... Oh, yeah. There we was were like discussing... a continuation of Snow Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, these are people. Uh, we should... Yeah, these are human beings. I mean... War humans. Yeah. Like, yeah that would have been a better name for the film. They're garbage people. Yeah, but they're not... They don't. They're not employed by. They're not like skunks or they're like raccoons. No, that's not a. Gar- I'm thinking someone who collects the. Oh, they're okay. Oh, okay. Is it, a, that's no, a they're not garbage person in the nicest. That's someone oh, who's yes, I see it now. Person. And and I can see how once called garbage, term man. garbage person. Once called be. garbage man, but now it's 2016. <laughs> well, uh, and please know if it's to any garbage people. Yeah, out there, uh, listen to Walkout Boys. Shout out to all the garbage people listening to Walkout Boys while they. You're what we do it for. Absolutely. Uh, but this movie isn't about none of these people. <laughs> it's about war doggies. Okay, so we left. We left Miles at the table. He's meeting Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, whose character is, oh, guess what? What? It is just Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. The actor Bradley Cooper. Yeah, 
the actor Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. From The Hangover. And he's sitting there and he, he meets Miles Teller and he's like, hey, guess who I am? Miles Teller. He's like, oh, I, I, I know who you are. You're Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. He's like, that's right. And I hang around Las Vegas casinos where I'm most recognized. That, that's good because it's easy to place you. I see you with the shades in the casino, I think. Oh, it's The Hangover. The Hangover guy. He's like, yeah. Yeah, people yell hangover guy at me from time to time. I get, uh, you know, I get free drinks. I, I, I try hanging out in the areas where we shot some of my more award-winning films, you know, uh, Silver Linings Playbook and uh, like a d- American depressed hustle. neighborhood. Yeah, I hang, I hang out in like kind of anxiety clinics and things like that. But uh, yeah, I get, I get, I get less uh, pussy there. Always oh, bringing it back to the pussy, yeah, of yeah, course. Fair um, enough, and because it's, it's classic Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. <laughs> yeah, and he, um, he's slightly in character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He kind of where he's actually blurs the line a little. The line is blurred because he's actually or like while he's there being in character, he is also looking for his friend Doug, who he's, he can't remember but where wait, he is. He has an actual friend called Doug. Yes, who's not Doug from The Hangover films. No, his friend Doug, who he's lost in Vegas. But the, how? What are the chances? But. So he brought Doug. Basically, this is how it, this is how it happened. Doug was a real person who Todd Phillips uh, got inspiration for The Hangover. Was like, oh, let's write a movie. I need a name. Your friend Doug. The Hangover movies are very successful. Bradley Cooper starts hanging around casinos, trying to meet people, trying to get recognized, which is weird for Bradley Cooper to need to do because he's very recognizable. Um, but still hanging around casinos with his, he brings his friend Doug out. And he's like, it's the Doug. It's the inspiration, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are less impressed by that. Well, they They're don't like, care. <laughs> they don't give a like, shit about that. I um, don't care where you got the idea of the name Doug from. And Doug, this hurts Doug, because um, Doug, you know, he wants to be taken, uh, respected as his own man. He's a lawnmower salesman. He wants uh, people to buy his lawnmowers. Hmm. Um, and lawnmower so, salesperson. Yeah. I mean, he is a man. Oh, yes. yes. I just, we, we say lawnmower salesperson. Oh, yes. yes. Did I say lawnmower salesman? Yes. Okay, I'm very sorry. That's all right. But he is not a lawnmower. Do I need to point that out? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, he's not a lawnmower. He is a man. Uh, okay. But uh, but a lawnmower a salesperson. Person. Okay. Right. Could be a man or a woman. In this case, he is a man. Um, and he <laughs> he uh, he's very uh, upset at all the name calling uh, and people not 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 caring who he is. So he gets drunk with Bradley Cooper, and Bradley wakes up the next morning. Where's Doug? Where, D- Doug Where's is gone. Where's Doug? And he sends out a tweet from Bradley Cooper. The Where's Where's Doug? Yeah. And then everyone's like. Hashtag TBT, Throwback Thursday. We we he love call, your line, Where's Doug? Calls up Ed Helms, calls up Zach Galifianakis. He's like, where's Doug? Because they're, they're like, Doug's two other best friends. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's weird that they are. Because they hang out in Vegas a lot as well. Well, they got to know Doug afterwards. They all like Doug. Um, but they are off busy filming other films, so yeah. they can't come. They don't do it as much as Bradley Cooper does. No. For no. We- weirdly, out of all of the Bradley Cooper is the least successful. <laughs> which you wouldn't believe just because of how famous he is. Uh, it's because he's the poorest because he loses a lot of money gambling. Yeah, here's a real problem. Yeah. So here we find, we find, all to say, all, you know, and this is very, all the, all the smiles Teller explains in narration. Yeah, so it's very, we've made this more convoluted. The screen has been paused for about five minutes. In about, fact, the um the screen of the movie has turned to the DVD uh, pause screen where the DVD logo is bouncing around the screen. Miles, Miles Teller. Yeah, and then the then the movie restarts briefly, and then it sort of gets fast forwarded. Yeah, you, to where you, you're up you to. watch the uh, Todd Phillips kind of skip through the chapters to get back to where we're up to, but it doesn't matter because Miles Teller is talking over the whole time, so it, it's good. You're entertained. You are. You are nothing if not entertained. 
Um, Todd Phillips is there feeding you popcorn, making sure you're comfy. He pauses it if you need to go to the bathroom. He's very invested in you liking this film. Uh, and so here we are, Bradley Cooper, Miles Teller at the table. Miles Teller's just been like, look, son, I, I, need, um, I need to get this big contract. Uh, Bradley Cooper's like, why? He's like, well, you know, I... I, I I need more money. He's like, I need money to, to help help my family out and to help my girlfriend. You see, uh, my girlfriend, she um she doesn't like guns. And he said, uh, do you know it's been uh, almost nine months since I stopped massaging guys for... Uh, uh, you mean jerking off, guys? That's why uh, 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 Jonah Hill turns up, reminds everyone that, uh, that, he, that Miles Teller was jerking off guys. Um, and Bradley Cooper says, um, well, I need to find my friend Doug. It seems that we both want something. So they come to a little arrangement. Oh. That's right. Bradley Cooper is to use his celebrity to help the war dogs sell more war guns. <laughs> more, more war guns. In exchange, Jonah and Miles will shoot down every building in <laughs> Vegas <laughs> to find Doug. Wait a minute, Bradley Cooper. This is a crazy idea. Well, they... Look, we are war dogs, not crazy war people who are going to shoot down buildings. But they are war people. Well, they are, we are war people, and men or women. Um, uh, Bradley Cooper, this is a crazy idea. I do not think you've thought this through. You want us... Are you saying... Are you thinking... Now, are you assuming that Listen, because... Listen, I need to find my friend Doug. And if you're not willing to shoot down every hotel... I'm this- certainly not willing to shoot down every hotel. You crazy, you fucking crazy man. We can't shoot down every hotel. What if celebrities are in there? So that's when a plan is made to evacuate every celebrity from Las Vegas so they can safely shoot down every building. Oh, Jonah Hill's like, hey, I got a place I can crash. My dick. Everyone laughs yeah. at this But then joke. he keeps pushing it. Yeah, really. He's, seri- he's serious. He's serious. That he wants every, every celebrity, celebrity to like crash it. on his dick. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes what? a deal breaker. There's yeah. really no other place they can store him, store anyone yeah. in Las Vegas. And look, they, they've realized they're shooting down every building. They're in deep. They are, Well, they're already doing something that's... <laughs> they're in deep. Nigh on impossible. And, but, and now a bunch of celebrities are about to get in deep. Okay, so a bunch of celebrities... On Jonah Hill's dick. Sorry, yeah, I had to finish No, that. no, that was good. No, yeah, and, and Jonah Hill would thank you for that. <laughs> Um, no, no, no sex joke goes unexplained in this film. <laughs> it had been nine months and seven hours since I was last massaging, checking off guys, massa- massaging guys. And now I was a gun runner who was about to evacuate every celebrity in all of Vegas onto Ephraim's dick before we shut down every building to find Bradley Cooper's friend, Doug. Um... To be honest, you at that point in the movie, you are quite grateful for the duration. Um, it is because you're, like, you're, you're like quite complicated. Hold on, hold on, quickly. hold on. Say that back. <laughs> and it's okay. only when you hear it out loud, you're like, you're like "All right, I, I'm buying in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point, you have to buy in. You are yeah. too deep. There's no out. You can't walk out, boy. Out. At no, this stage. you cannot. Uh, Todd Phillips locks all the doors. You're deep in like the Wood Dogs. You would. Th- I mean, they thought the Iraq War was hard. This is this is crazy. Okay, so they. Uh, uh, get the the secret dog whistle out. It's a war dog whistle. A war dog whistle. Yeah, which only war dogs can hear. War dogs and celebrities. Well, celebrities in many ways are war dogs because by uh, getting out there on screen and uh, shooting guns and all their exploitative action films that Hollywood makes every year, they heighten the world's thirst for war and in doing so help create an environment where 
people can profit off weapons. They are war dogs. And they are ready to go. They hear that whistle. They're they all come streaming out of all the hotels. The MGM Grand, the Caesars Palace. And then there's like a cool montage where like Sympathy for the Devil plays. And you see all the celebs doing coke in their different hotel rooms. Like, and you see the whistle goes out and all the celebrities, celebrities from every walk of celebrity life, perk their nose and ears up as they hear that war dog whistle. Who do we see, Nick? Okay, we see instantly. We see Al Pacino. Wow. We see Ryan Seacrest. Okay. Uh, we see uh, George Costanza, the character, the character from Seinfeld. <laughs> well, let's not forget this film is set in a world where Bradley Cooper well, is a real is... person, but Miles Teller is not. So, so they do blur the lines. Absolutely, absolutely. This yeah. is this is uh, George Costanza, the character. Uh, he's hanging out with Jerry Seinfeld, the actor. Uh, comedian. So they all start streaming out. Who else do we see, Joseph? Oh, gosh. We see um, the deep blue sea shark. <laughs> the one that ate uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. We see Tim Allen from uh, that movie where he's a the boxer. The Shaggy Dog. <laughs> the Shaggy Dog, yeah. What's he a boxer in? Uh, there's a movie where he's a boxer dad, I think. <laughs> I remember seeing a poster oh, for it when I was a um, kid. Uh, knockout. Yes, knockout, 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 Joe. Knock oh, yes, it is. Is that what it's called? Knockout. I was average Joe. Average Joe. I was joking when I said knockout par. Well, you just jokingly created a probably mid-level successful movie. <laughs> um, so they all come streaming out, um, out of the uh, out of the hotels, uh, down the big strip, um, onto Jonah Hill's D, where they are safe. They're safe. Yeah, it's, it's like um, it's like a stadium after a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after, yeah, after a natural disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all being evacuated into yeah, the safe zone. There's lots of soup, you know. Yeah, e yeah, e yeah. Everyone is feeling safe. There are no celebrities left in any of the Vegas buildings. Meanwhile, Miles, Miles Teller, Bradley Cooper, they're walking down the sort of celebrityless streets. There are still lots of people around, yeah. but they're not. Thousands. Not matters. No, but no, I haven't no. heard of any of them. No, yeah, no, we're having, yeah. Um, and they're walking down with their guns, hmm. uh, and there's a, quite a cool song playing. Yeah. Uh, black skinhead, Kanye West. Okay, great. Um, very cool. But just as they're about to shoot the buildings, Miles Teller's girlfriend rings. Well, she'll be fine with this, right, Nick? I don't know much about her. Uh, well, no. As we, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but she. I haven't, so I need to remind you from Miles Teller. It'd be nine months, seven hours, and fifty minutes since I was massaging guys for cash. Drinking alpha, guys. No. We already did this. And uh, my girlfriend, Izzy, she hates guns. But I've been lying to her. What? I've been lying to her the whole step of the way because I hate her. Because I, uh, God, I'm actually a really shitty boyfriend, uh, person, really. Uh, really shitty person. God, I can't believe I'm realizing this in a narration while the, uh, the, the, the screen is frozen. I mean, this would have been a great time for me to be doing some acting as a but it's too late i mean i'm already narrating this so uh, i guess you'll just have to keep frozen on my face while i come to this big realization that oh i actually don't think i can be a gun runner i i, I have a baby i have a baby girl i need i need to feed her I, I need to be with her she's gonna grow up and hate me i'm a bad dad i'm a bad uh boyfriend i'm a bad friend I'm enabling Efren, my friend. Look at he's he's lying on the sidewalk of Las Vegas, covered in celebrities, on his dick. He he, I know he's a good person deep down, but he's being led astray by the 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 the, the, the perils, the 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 the, the, the treasures, the tr 
trinkets of of, of modern society of, of of weighing him down. He's consumed by greed. I, I I'm sorry, Bradley Cooper. I, I I can't help you find your friend Doug by shooting bullets. But you know what I could do? I could help find him by being a friend. A clap is heard from off screen. What? What? Who's that? Who's that? I like the speech. It's me, Doug. Doug? Doug? That's right. Doug comes walking into frame. I've just, uh, I'm being lost. I, uh, kind of ran away. I thought, uh, Bradley Cooper, you were a good friend, but, uh, I met a better friend. I'm going to say the best friend of all time. Out of the shadows, Stips. Matt Damon Damon from the Bourne movies. Oh, my God. He's the best friend there ever was. Jason Bourne, the best friend you could ever have, who we last saw in the Walkout Boys episode universe. I'm going to call it a universe. The Walkout Boys cinematic podcast universe. Weird left. In Las Vegas, being the best friend that he could ever be. Sending USB sticks from the top of the Paris Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas. Well, guess what? All those USB SB sticks have run out of gigabytes. And now he's taken his friend, Doug, and he's getting into the lawnmower business. That's right. He's going to sell lawnmowers to every which person, and he's become a lawnmower dog. Bradley Cooper lawn is... Dog. Uh, lawn, <laughs> lawn dog. A lawn dog. Not to be confused with a dog that you let out on your lawn. No, no. Quite common. Uh, and we also... That lawn dogs don't want any lawn dogs because lawn dogs shit uh, and they get right in the rotor blades of a lawnmower. Lawn dogs, the people. Lawn dogs, the people. Do not like lawn dogs, the, the dogs. dogs. No. Uh, and Bradley Cooper is, of course, ecstatic to meet his friend Doug, saddened to hear that he's leaving with Matt Damon, a.k.a. Jason Bourne. Um, and, uh, he turns to our war dogs, Miles and Jonah, um, Jonah's sort of getting all the celebrities have left his D. Um, yeah, he's, he's feeling, as, I mean, he's feeling pretty good. Yeah. He's feeling great. He's feeling, yeah, as you would, he's, he's, and, he's, um, he's sending a few texts like, well, guess what? And, uh, Bradley Cooper says, uh, Hey, you got war dogs needed a new job. And they're like, well, yeah, absolutely. We need, we need a new job. And he says, we got a little uh, trip planned to Bangkok. Uh oh, War Dogs Part War Two. War Dogs Two Part Two Part Two. The same plot, but, but in Bangkok. Bangkok. Nice. Yes, nice, nice. Wow, God, I'm so happy that ended that way. Me too. I mean, it couldn't have ended any other way. Yeah, and and at the end, Todd Phillips, uh, let's uh, he opens up all the doors. You've been locked in, mm-hmm. and he comes and he hugs everyone. And he's like, are you guys okay? I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry I put you through. I, I made you feel like that, you know? Yeah. There's a lot, you, of, ag- a lot leave, of aggression. You leave feeling kind of good because he, he gives you a hug. Gives and you a, a gift bag. Yeah. Which Just contains a gun. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And a puppy. And you go, hmm, what do I do with these? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, well, that's up that, to you. That's up to you. And, 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 and if you do, boys, we, we, we don't we, endorse. We don't endorse uh, shooting the puppy, but that is certainly an option. You know what? Can I just say, I'm yeah. 
really glad that movie didn't end with them shooting down every building in Vegas. No, are you kidding me? So many people that have died. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, I'm worried this is going that way. <laughs> but I'm, you know, and I'm, and I'm glad. I'm glad Phillips showed restraint. He did. For the first time in the film by giving that uh, kind of quite a Matt Damon ending that mm. we were all hoping for secretly. I mean, I think he went off the rails after the first half, but, uh, you know, that, I'm, not a, I'm not a reviewer. I'm just a simple walkout boy. Uh, and, uh, and so are you at home. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed Walkout Boys. If you uh, have, uh, ha- if you've seen the movie, how did we do? How close was it? Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. say if you've seen the movie, tell us we were one hundred percent accurate. We, we don't, don't like to hear, to hear it. any other way. And uh, if you have any suggestions for other movies you'd like us to see, we'd love to hear uh, suggestions and any feedback. We yeah. love to hear feedback. Shout out to Coconut Phone Brian on Twitter who suggested we go see Ben Hur. Yeah, I think we're gonna do it. Let's Great do suggestion. it. Let's do it next week, Nick. Ben Hur. Ben Hurd. Or as we call it, Ben. Ben. (laughs) Jesus. Walkout Boys is part of the Little Empire Podcast Network. You can check out their website and listen to heaps of great other podcasts. Bonus of the heart. Worst idea of all time. A wrestling one. It's all there. Go check it out. And as always, we've been brought to you by flicks.co.nz. See you later. Congratulations! You've made it to the end of this Little Empire podcast. We've got tons of other shows you might like too, like Time of the Month. Time of the Month! You know what it sounds like to me, Maddie? It sounds like you're trying to say, don't slap the hand that feeds you, and in this instance, it's the hand that feeds your bloody steak and cheese pie with a can of LMP. You don't want to be slapping that away. Time of the Month!